Good morning and welcome to the prayer line. This is Bishop. Thank you all for joining with us this morning. Can you believe it's 16 days left in 2020? Wow. The year has gone fast. I'm saying it's been a hard, fast year. For some people, it's been a long year, but for me, I feel the year's gone really fast. It's been a very, I believe, challenging year as well, but nevertheless, God has been faithful. And, uh, you know, uh, I was just talking with uh, our guest, and we were talking about great is God's faithfulness and how his faithfulness never runs out. And, you know, when you start looking at all that's going on today and you start looking at a lot of other people's lives and then measuring that by your life, we can see the hand of God has really upheld us and hardened us to difficulty. And so I want to say good morning to all of the intercessors that are on the line this morning. Good morning to the body of Christ. Good morning to our new birth, I mean, our new Destiny Church family. And also good morning to Nexus Church family. That's why I said new birth, because I was thinking about Atlanta, probably. But good morning to you all this morning. Good morning to every pastor that is on the line this morning. We pray that you all are well, that you are safe, uh, and that uh, you are being cautious about the people that you are interacting with every day. Uh, what's going on in the world is real, and people are getting sick. People are recovering from the sickness, and that's one of the things we need to talk about more, that there's a ton of people that are recovering from this thing, although there's a lot of people who are really ill and, 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 and transitioning from it as but we thank God for his faithfulness. We thank God for his wonder-working power that worketh in us and through us this morning. So this morning we have with us um, Minister Linda Lightfoot. She will be doing our prayer requests and praying over those prayer requests with us this morning. Minister Lightfoot, how are you doing this morning, dear? Good morning. I'm most excellent. And yourself? I am doing most excellent. I love it. I love it. It is a good way to be this morning uh, on this uh, Wednesday, December 16th, with 16 days left in the year. And we have with us, it is Wednesday, uh, my faithful companion, confidant in ministry and life, my brother, Pastor uh, Horatius Harris, the double H all the way from the city of Atlanta, where it is in, and it is cold outside. Pastor Harris, how are you this morning? Grand rising to you, Bishop. It is a great day to be alive. So good morning to everybody that's on the call. Good morning, Minister Lightfoot, and to all the saints of the Most High God. All right. All right. And it is a great morning. So um, we're going to dive into our time and devotion, then we're going to get into prayer and just really meditating on really uh, the goodness of God and keeping all of our attention, all of our focus on God so the enemy can't rob you of that. I believe the enemy is just robbing so many people um, with distractions and all that is going on in the world. It seems like it's one thing after the next. 
but you have to really um, place all of your attention on the Lord and let him bring stability to the arena of the mind. Father, we honor you this morning. We bless you. We magnify you. The fruit of our lips giving thanks and praise because you alone are the redeemer of our lives. We thank you that you have delivered us from the powers of darkness and you have translated us into the kingdom of your dear son, whereby you have given us a right to call you Abba, Father, for it is written in your word, you will never leave us nor forsake us. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. As we come boldly to your throne of grace, Father, that we may receive grace and mercy in time of need. Father God, by the authority of your word, we command our morning in Jesus' name. And we say good morning to you. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, have your way this morning. Bless every hearer this morning so that they may be the better after the time that we will spend together this morning in Jesus' name. Pastor Harris. Amen. Well, good morning again, everyone. It is a wonderful and awesome day. I said grand rising to you. Uh, rise up with an expectation that today is the day. And that's kind of what I want to talk about this morning. Um, one of the favorite scriptures that you hear Bishop minister or speak, uh, especially at the closing of the call, uh, Psalms 118 and 24 says, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day. But it talks about specifically, if you go one verse uh, above it, it says, this was the Lord's doing and is marvelous in our eyes. As we wake up every morning, we thank God that, you know, it is another opportunity, what I say, to get it right. Whatever we didn't do on the previous day, it doesn't matter. But we can correct what we need to correct, or we can further advance his kingdom on today. So when we are getting up, we are fixing our eyes on the Lord early in the morning as you are right now at 5.06. It is an opportunity for you to set your mind on the things above. The footprints in the sands of yesterday you cannot erase. But what you can do, you can strive, you can stride for newer heights, for deeper depths in Christ on today. It's interesting when you look at the text, um, that word day doesn't necessarily mean what we call a day. It can be a day. It can be a period of time, and it can also mean a year. Let me say it again. It can be a 24-hour period. It can be a period of time, or it can also mean a year. And so it can read as such, this is the year that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be made glad in it. 
Let me tell you, 2020 has been a year. And this is the opportunity for us to rejoice even during this time. I tell you that this is a time where we have been refocused. We have found out what truly is meaningful to us. We have found out what we truly are made of. Everything that we have professed to, you know, in Christ, we have been tested in it. We have been tried in it. And now we shall come forth as pure gold. This is a blessed time. But I just want to say, even as we are surrounded by a lot of things that are going on, even if it's if it hit our household where anybody was furloughed, anybody that may have gotten sick and recovered, anybody in your family that may have transitioned, all of these things, we know that the Lord is in control. He's still seated on the throne. This is a day. This is a time. This is a year that he has made. He has allowed it to happen, and he is still in control. Maybe it was to focus our our family on the Lord so you have an opportunity to minister to them. Maybe it was to bring that wayward child home and now they can get the the care and the love and the direction and discipline that they really need. Maybe it was to get us to slow down a little bit and just recognize that my family is important. Because at the end of the day, who's going to be there for you when you need it the most? Those that really care for you, your your church family and your blood family. A church is made of families. So we are a family of families. This is why it's important for you to be connected in such a manner to your church. Because God designed it. You remember in Ephesians when Paul was speaking to the church of Ephesus and he was talking about, um, seemingly talking about marriage, and he says, you know, wives submit to the husband, husbands submit to the wives, da, 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 and go on, he said, and I speak to you as a mystery because I'm talking about Christ and the church. He interchanged family with the church. And so, therefore, we need to understand that God has made it such that we are connected to our family. But the ultimate day or the ultimate time that this scripture is talking about and speaking of is speaking of the day of your salvation. The day that you became born again the day that you received Jesus Christ. The day that you said, Lord, here I am. I surrender all to you. You remember that day? You remember that day? You remember what was going on in your heart the day that you said, Lord, here I am? You probably was at a broken place. 
you probably was at a place where you couldn't do it on your own no longer. You probably was in a place where you said, I want better for my family. Well, guess what? He wanted us to remember that this is the day, a day of salvation. You're at the end of 2020 right now, and guess what? You're still here. So guess what? You've been saved. <laughs> you've been sheltered, and you've been covered. If you have had a blessed 2020 year, then you need to just rejoice and lift up your hands and say, Hallelujah. And I know it's hard because some people can't rejoice when others around you are not rejoicing and others around you are having it hard when others around you. But I'm going to tell you something. Don't you hold back your praise. And even if you've been through the worst year of your life, I'm going to tell you something. Don't you hold back your praise. No matter where you find yourself. This is a time to rejoice. Rejoice. Rejoy. Bring joy back into your life. Because we are, isn't it interesting to me? I love how we end the year. We end the year celebrating the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's the season that we're in. We're in a season of celebration of Him entering into our lives, entering into the earth, but entering into our lives and remembering he came with a purpose. He came to interrupt the mundane, the normal. He made it. We're going to rejoice and be made glad in it. Let us pray. Father, we're so thankful for your word that you have caused us to reflect on the goodness of who you are. You are so good. You said in your word that the stone that the builders rejected have become the chief cornerstone. You came into this world to give us life and life more abundantly, to deliver us from a sin-sick world, that our souls may be transformed day by day, that we are every day reaching to become more like you. Father, forgive us for missing it on some days. Forgive us for missing the mark. But it's our heart desire that we please you each and every day, and more and more, we become like you. We're making better decisions. We're living a better life. We're preaching the good gospel message. We're sharing our testimony. We are giving forth and living the life as it is an example of who you are in us. And so, Father, every day that we open up our eyes, we are going to be thankful that we opened our eyes. We are able to be in the land of the living to give us another day to show forth your glory, but to also to live a life that everything that we do 
to the glory of you may abound to our account in heaven. So focus us on the things that are good. Focus us on the things that are true. Focus us on the things that are of a good report. Focus us on the things that are above and not necessarily on this earth. And so, Father, this is the time, this is the year that you have made, and we will rejoice. We will bring joy back in our situation. And we thank you, Lord, that you have given us the opportunity to share your goodness and share your glory and to be light in the midst of darkness. And we thank you that this is the time that you have caused us to be glad to look into our lives and be thankful that it could have went a different way. But you made it such that we are here to tell the story. We are here to be glad and rejoice. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for the love. Yes, we went through this year so we can be grateful. We went through so we can be thankful. We went through so we can actually have a testimony to share about the goodness of Jesus and the things that he's made available for us in this time. In Jesus' name we say, amen. Amen. You know, uh, it's such a peace this morning when we think about the the goodness of the Lord and uh, the day that the Lord has made. You know, there's people who did not wake up today or there's people who are on respirators today. There's people that are in comas today that may never come out. I was speaking to uh, a good friend of mine yesterday. You all know Pastor Diego, and uh, we, uh, we, we speak often. We speak just about every week, and his best friend passed away. <clears throat> Excuse me, and that that can be very very challenging. His his best friend is his assistant husband, and so uh, that's very challenging for uh, any pastor, that's anybody. But it's it's just challenging for him and also for his church. He said this guy had the most influence in his church as an elder the head elder of the church. He's been in the church from the very beginning, helped raise all of their children. And now he has to bury his best friend. It's tough. And so that's going on. So when we think about how good God's been, we have to begin to rejoice and say, thank you, Lord, because God has been good to us in a trying year. You know, in the words of, great poet it's a good time and a bad time at the same time you know um, there's a lot of people that some great things have happened for them in 2020 it's been a phenomenal year for them but then there's a lot of people a lot of tragic things 
have happened for them. But in that, we still have to be mindful how good God is because we're saved. Paul said to live is gain and also to die is gain. That's one of the blessings that we have as being the righteous, being the righteous. So let's be grateful during this season and let's rejoice in this season of tide and joy. That's what season it is. You know, Christ was born, and we thank God for that, um, that we have a Savior. At this time, Minister Lightfoot is going to come with our prayer requests and pray over those prayer requests for us this morning. Minister Lightfoot. Good morning, everyone. Kathy Ware writes, Prayer for my brother. Pray for my brother, Robert Banks, who's having knee replacement surgery on the 17th of December, 2020. Guide the hands of the medical team assigned to him. Speedy recovery from the procedure with residual effects from surgery or the medication administered. Dispatch angels in the operating and recovery rooms. In Jesus' name, amen. And Jerry Meeks Brown writes, please join with me lifting Richard Whiteside in prayer, praying for complete healing in his body. He has been diagnosed with cancer. We are trusting God for a miracle, thanking him in advance for the blessing. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you and honor you. We praise your holy name. We give thanks that we can come boldly before your throne and make our requests known unto you. You said that before we call, you would answer, and while we are yet speaking, you would hear. So we lift up Kathy's brother, Robert Banks, to you, and we also lift up Jerry Meeks Brown's brother, Richard Whiteside, to you. Father, Your word says that they are redeemed from the curse of the law because Jesus became a curse for them. And it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Jesus was wounded for their transgressions and bruised for their iniquities. The chastisement of their peace was upon him, and with his stripes they are healed. Jesus bore all their sickness and diseases in his own body on the tree, that they would die to sin and live unto righteousness, by whose stripes they were healed. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them of their destruction. So, Father, we pray for the medical staff that will be caring for each of these men. Anoint them with the wisdom to meet any challenge that may arise. Father, because you are the great physician, we ask that you cause the surgeon's hands to be as your hands, that you would think through his mind, that he would operate with precision and in excellence. Let there be no error nor complications. Let there be swift recovery for Robert. Let Holy Spirit hover and brood over him through surgery and rehabilitation in Jesus' name. And Father, we give 
thanks that you have given the oncologist keen discernment pertaining to the treatment of Richard. And we give thanks that those attending him are God-fearing believers that yield themselves to you. Let Richard attend to your words and incline his ear unto your sayings. Let them not depart from his eyes. Cause him to keep them in the midst of his heart, for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Lord, you are faithful. You will establish him and keep him from evil. We speak to cancer in the name of Jesus, and we say every plant that my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. We curse the very root of it. We command cancer to be removed and to be cast into the sea. We release all the powers and properties of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ into both Richard and Robert to purge their bodies of sickness and impurities. And we command them to be made whole in Jesus' name. And, Father, we also pray for the New Destiny worshiping family and friends. We plead the blood of Jesus over the lives of every family member, immediate and extended. We call upon the Lord of hosts to take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for our help. We put on the whole armor of God that we may withstand the wiles of the devil, and we brandish our spiritual weapons with precision. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every hot thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought unto the obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, keep us strong and in the power of your might. Help us to do all to stand. And as we stand, let our loins be girded with truth. Let us have on the breastplate of righteousness and let our feet be shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Let us take the shield of faith and let us quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Let us take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And let us stand steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Let our lights so shine before men that they may see our good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. Father, we pray this prayer with confidence, and this is the confidence that we have in you, that if we ask anything according to your will, you hear us, and if we know that you hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of you. So we deem all these things as done in Jesus' name, and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Man, if you didn't feel that. You're not alive. Thank you, uh, Minister Lightfoot, for such a powerful um, prayer. She prayed the word of God, and we declare tremendous power is made available, dynamic in its working. David said in the psalm, I will confess and praise and give thanks to you, for you have heard me and answered me. And you have become my salvation and deliverer. The stone which the buildings rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is from the Lord and is his doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. For this is the day that the Lord has made. Praise God. This is the day that the Lord has brought about, and we shall rejoice 
and be glad in it. Save now, we beseech you, O Lord. Send now prosperity, O Lord, we beseech you, and give to us success. We thank God for that. Now, that's Psalms 118, I read, verse 21, all the way through 25. And we declare as we rejoice in the Lord, because this is the day that he has made, as Pastor Harris said, a day of great salvation. God has saved us. God has delivered us. God has kept us. And therefore, we must rejoice in the Lord. And as we do so, watch this. God's going to send prosperity your way that you will be blessed in every area of your life. I receive that for myself. Come on, receive that this morning. Receive it this morning as we go back to Pastor Harris for closing remarks. Pastor, do you have any closing remarks this morning? No, I I think it's, um, I was really just contemplating on this um, the other day, which is someone amongst us, as you gather, uh, even just in your family, someone has to be the starter. Someone has to be the kindling, if you're familiar with that word, uh, to enlighten others and to spark the joy in the midst of your circle. Is that going to be you today? Are you going to be the ones to bring joy in the midst of, of someone who may be sad and, 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 and not feeling the best or just thinking that this is just another day. No, this is the day. And bring joy to those who you come around today and, and, and put a smile on somebody's face. That's all I want to leave with, Bishop. Wow, wow, wow. That's good. That's good, Pastor, because that's what you're doing. You, you're blowing on those embers and you're putting a smile on our face and, and, and joy in our hearts, man, you know, that's the key. Don't let anything rob you of your joy. Don't let this year rob you of your joy and all that is offered and all these different types of things. As I said Sunday, I don't care what goes on in the world and whoever sits in a chair. It doesn't have the power to stop you from being blessed because Jesus is already seated, and you're seated in him in heavenly places. That's all that matters. And you need to understand the uh, enthronement of the kingdom, the enthronement. Remember I talked about that, that we've moved, we got to move from the cross. We got to move from the cross to the resurrection, from the resurrection to the ascension, from ascension to Pentecost, from Pentecost to the enthronement. That's when the believer is returned or restored back to authority, and you have authority over the situations and circumstances you face. Pastor, how do I use that authority? You've got to declare it out of your mouth. You've got to believe it by faith. The things that you're saying will come to pass in your life. I'm going to be diving deeper in that message tonight. You don't want to miss that. And when you begin to understand that revelatory word and begin to live by it, you will not let anything steal your joy. Don't let anything steal your joy. And so you be the one, as Pastor Harris said today, start the fire. Keep it going. Keep it going. Because everybody, I don't care how bad of a day it is, everybody can find something to rejoice about. Because God has been good. He's been faithful. And I love it because his faithfulness, it never runs out. It never runs out. 
Psalms 118, which we've been talking about all day this morning. Verse 24, this is the day that the Lord has made. In this brand new day, say it to yourself, it's a brand new me. Therefore, there's going to be brand new opportunities and brand new possibilities. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I'm going to add one. I will not let any situation and circumstance rob me of my joy. I am more than a conqueror, and I am a world overcomer. We declare this morning you are more than a conqueror. You are a world overcomer. Rejoice in the Lord. Again, always I say rejoice. Hey, enjoy your day. Make someone smile today. Be a blessing to someone today. Advance and increase heaven today in Jesus' name. This is Mr. Lightfoot, Pastor Harris, Bishop. We're signing off this morning. Kathy, open the lines. Have a great day in the Lord. God bless you.